Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. We are live here. Um, let me take these headphones off. <laughs> if I take it off, it kind of jacks up my hair. But. Good morning, good morning, good morning, people. Good morning, all of y'all. Good morning, all of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast. I'm glad you tuned in. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So also have us live on Anchor. Uh, have us live on Anchor and on the... Um, I'm working on getting myself back live on on uh, the actual website that comes up. Usually, it comes up after, um, but it's on. It's in audio form on the website lutgradio.com on audio form. Just click on one of the links where it says twenty four seven, and you can hear the audio version. Uh, but if you want to see video, uh, you would need to go to YouTube for LUTG Radio. All right. So good morning. I thank y'all for tuning in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Just trying to make sure the mic is good right here. Good morning. Gonna make that a little bit more. All right. Good morning. All right, y'all. So we're gonna open up with prayer. Good morning, good morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ, to give you thanks, give you praise and honor. We thank you, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Lord God, for you are our strength and our hope. And we thank you, Father God, for being with us this, this day. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord God, you're worthy. Amen. Y'all know y'all going to have a good day today, right? I want y'all to just say it with me. I am going to have a great day. I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to have a great day today. Say it. I'm going to have a great day today. God is good all the time. I pray for favor. I pray for favor. Amen. That y'all may have favor in this earth. Amen. Glory to God. So we're going to go ahead and put on the whole armor of God. And so I want you to go with me to the book of Luke. What is this? Okay. All right, so go with me uh, to the book of Luke. And I'm in uh, 2445, Luke 2445. Let me move all these around. And Luke 2445 says, Then opened he, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. All right. Of course, and that's literal. That's basically what that is. It's so we'll understand what's going on. God uh, uh, makes the scriptures known to us to give us, you know, so we'll know what to do. It's kind of like somebody give you instructions on go to the store. And when you look down the street, you don't see the store. And so they say, go down to the corner, turn right. When you get, when you get to the, uh, get to the next corner, turn left. And it's on the right hand side. So, 
those are, those are instructions. And so, um, in order for you to understand the instructions, and so in order for you to comply with the instructions, you must understand what the instructions are, right? You can't comply if you don't understand, right? Okay. That means you can't do what you what you're told to do unless you understand what you're told to do, right? And so God says, "Have no fear." Amen. If go with me to to book Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six, it says. Finally, my brethren, be sh- and this is putting on the whole armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 19, it's putting on the whole armor of God. And we do that every morning to prepare us for our day. And so um, some of you that are out and about early, you I want you to do it before you leave the house. So don't wait for the show. Um, you can pull up one of the old shows, or you can just pull up Ephesians chapter 6 yourself. But if you just want to hear somebody say it with you, then by all means, amen. All right, so Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 19 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able. Hold on a second. I mean, I got my mic up a little hot. Hold on. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. Praying always, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. Amen. Amen. Uh, The mic is always hot when you're on air, but I think I was just trying to say, I think I had it up too loud. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. My apologies. When I'm talking, I don't, I'm trying not because I know some of you guys are listening uh, at the office and whatnot. And so I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not uh, being super loud. Amen. Amen. I get a little subconscious, a little subconscious about that. Um, so go with me to the book of Numbers. Go with me to the book of Numbers. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, um, the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verse 24, it says, uh, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee. 
and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Amen. Go me to Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Psalms 91. It says, He that dwelleth in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, go with me to Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. Amen. Amen. All right. Isaiah 54, uh, 13 through 17, it says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shall be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes, um, shall not come nigh thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. All right. So that there is the whole armor of God. Amen. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcast. And of course, my name is Kathy Brocks. And I'm in my tent today. Amen. I'm in my tent. Uh... <laughs> All right, so uh, today I wanted to talk about uh, the book of Ephesians. And so uh, I know we just did 6, chapter 6. Um, but we're going to go on over to, to chapter 1. Pardon me. I'm going over to chapter 1. I'm going to read a little bit. I want y'all to read um, every morning. 
Just start reading a section of the Bible every morning. Just start from the beginning. Start from Genesis or start from Matthew, the book of Matthew. And just read at least um, three chapters. Try and read three, at least three chapters a day. And the faster you understand, the faster you'll read. And But don't be in a hurry to read it. It's, it's not a contest. And so you're reading for understanding and you're reading so that you know why God loves you and why it's good to love him. So the, the whole Bible is about why God loves you. In the beginning, it, it talks about God creating the whole world and making, you know, man in his image. Anybody that has a child or wants a child, they want to make somebody that are carrying on their legacy. That's making somebody in the image. They want somebody that'll love them unconditionally. That's making somebody in the image. That's making a person in the image. And so, um, the Lord says in John three sixteen and 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And why did he do that? Because he loves us. That's why he didn't send Jesus to condemn us. Because imagine this, Jesus is the son of the most high God. If he wanted to go ahead and condemn this whole earth and say, roll up and be no more, he could have said that. Roll up and be no more. And it had been done. Cursed, gone, never thought of again. But he didn't. Instead, he sacrificed himself on the cross. He took punishment that he didn't deserve. He was sent to hell and was had to stay there for three days. Ain't no time in hell. Ain't no time. One second seemed like an hour. And when he was there for three days, twenty, he was there for thirty-six hours, right? And I, that seemed like an eternity. But he had to keep he had to keep alive the word of God on the inside, and so he was saying Psalm sixteen the whole time. Uh, not because he didn't have no no judgment of time. He had no judgment of time. This is why um, the book of uh, Psalm 16 constantly says, um, I know you won't forget me. I'm going to just, here, I'm going to pull it up for you. I'm just going to read that real quick. We still going to do uh, Ephesians. But um, I like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I like the fact that uh, Jesus did not give up. Jesus didn't get up, give up, and I, I ask that you not give up on God because he didn't give up on you. Uh, sometimes I, I tell, I'll, I'll ask people, uh, like if we're playing games and stuff, I'll be like, yo, you know, you can always quit. You can always quit. And that's not telling them to quit. What that's saying, what that's saying is don't give up. You're like, well, why don't you say, why don't you just say don't give up? Because I want them to decide in their heart, am I going to fight or am I going to give up? <clears throat> oftentimes, I uh, often use bullies as an example. Uh, you're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting. I use bullies as an example because some uh, some bully could have you in a, hemmed up in a headlock or they could have, be standing in your face and, you know, they towering down over you and whatnot. And they like, you better give me your lunch money. I want your jacket. I want this. I want that. Okay, interesting thing. They're saying, I won't, I won't, I won't. Now, you got to tell them, okay, you may want this, this, and that, but I'm not your grocery store, and I'm not your shopping center. You don't get to shop my back. You don't get to shop in my book pack. But what you can do is ask God for what you want. You tell God, go to God and say, Jesus, I want this. 
before you know it, you're going to have what you want without stealing it from somebody else. And so that being bold enough to say, I'm not your shopping cart, but I can tell you how to get what you want. And so some, sometimes it's hard to say that because that's a that's a big deal thing to say, hey, no, you can't bully me. I'm not your shopping cart, but I'm going to show you how to get what you want. And so that's a huge thing. And so you got to stand up and say, okay, look, I'm going to help you, but I'm not going to let you bully me no more. I'm going to help you, but you can't be hitting on me. You can't be taking my stuff, all right? And the funny thing is bullies come in all sizes and shapes and in all and they come in different seasons of your life. And so you may experience it first in grade school, or sometimes you may experience it at home. Sometimes you may experience it on the job. There, bullies that are not handled and dealt with and loved when they're younger become bullies as an older person. And so they'll be a bully at work without even realizing that they they think that they got mature and that, you know, they're not a bully anymore because they're not in school anymore. But if they haven't changed their attitude, they're still a bully. You know what I'm saying? If they don't recognize that that's a person that you're standing in front of that you're trying to intimidate, then they're still bullying. If they're still saying stuff like, give me your stuff, and they push you out the way or be like, ah, you don't matter. They, same attitude. And so what you got to let them know is, look, I'm not your bully. I'm not your punching bag. I'm not your grocery store. But I can tell you how to get this. We can pray and God, it's just, we're going to ask God for what you want. All right. And believe God to get it. Because God will move on their parents' behalf. God will move on the pastor's behalf. God will move on a, on a store owner. God will move on behalf of a store owner and say, give that person this for free. Or give them a reduced price. Or this is what they can afford. Give it to them. You see what I'm saying? That way you ain't stealing and, and that person is getting what they want. And so when you pray, God will move on the hearts of man to do what needs to be done. He's like, well, will he send it to you directly from heaven? Uh, I don't know. I know that his words come from it, it, whatever he say is. And can he manifest it in the earth? Yeah. Has he ever brought money from heaven? Gold from heaven? I only seen once that he, I saw gold in his hand and that was a symbol of somebody about to become rich. Uh, I don't know if that gold came from heaven. Probably did more than likely it came from heaven, but he didn't give him the gold. He gave him, uh, gold was, the source was the symbol that says, hey, this person is about to be blessed. And so anyway, so we go into Psalm 16 and he said, uh, and this is where Jesus is constantly telling, he praying to the father. He's in hell, praying to the father. He's in hell, praying to the father because he didn't want to forget his identity. So he made sure he memorized Psalm 16, which says, preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. So even though in hell, he was struggling with who he was. He could still repeat. He could repeat what he had remembered. And he purposely memorized Psalm 16. So because remember in hell, people don't remember the name of Jesus. So if man goes to hell and they don't remember that the Savior's name is Jesus, that means that Jesus did not remember that his name was Jesus and that he's the savior of the world. He didn't remember because remember, he took on all the sins of man and all its likeness. Right. And so while he's in hell, he knew that he would not remember his own name and who he who he was and why he was there. But he knew that he could repeat what was already in his mind, even though he couldn't say his own name because he wasn't to deliver himself. The father was to deliver him. Right. And so. 
It says, preserve me, O God, in thee do I put my trust. In thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. And so what he's doing is he's worshiping God. He's like, look, look, God, remember, it ain't about me. It's about the people in the earth. It ain't about me. It's about the people in the earth. And so, and so he's constantly saying this, right? Now, um, I did some a while back. Because uh, I, I, I based it off. I just got this revelation. Because um, the enemy was doing some things, he 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 was he was violating, he's violating the laws of man, the redemption. He's violating the redemption, and this is how he violates the redemption. He'll go to man and he'll say, and, it's, and it comes up form in a form of temptation. He'll go to man and he'll say, "Hey, look, if you worship me, um, I'll make you famous. You have all, you'll have as much money as you want, cars, houses, women." You have everything you want. I'll make you rich. You'll be a famous star. Everybody will love you. It'll be all good. All you got to do is give me your soul when you turn 40, 45. Give me your soul. That is a terrible deal. That's a terrible deal. And he, he'll come to people that are like 18, under 18, 21, that are hungry for success. And he'll make that deal with them. They'll be like, all right, cool. 40, man, I'll be old at 40 anyway. No, 40 ain't old. You just, you, at 40, you just figured out what you want. So never make that deal. I got to tell y'all now, never make that deal. Say the Lord rebuked thee. You're like, but I ain't saved. Say it anyway, because the Lord already rebuked him. Even if you ain't saved, the Lord has rebuked him. Say, no, I ain't, I ain't taking no deals from you. Get out my face. Leave. Because what is on the inside of you, God has already made you a success. You just got to believe it and go for it. You don't worry about trying to get famous real quick. Uh-uh. Because you want sustaining fame. You, you, if you want to be a famous actor, lawyer, teacher, preacher, whatever, engineer, doctor, or you don't want to be super famous, you just want to be good at it. Whatever it is. God already put it on the inside of you. Go and study that thing. Learn how to do it and get better at it. Don't, don't hope for quick success. Because remember, you want to, you want that success to last and your success could go 80 years. So if you start off at 10, 12, 15, 20, and your success goes 80 years, that's almost a hundred. If not a hundred and God gives you 120 years to live minimum. And so, and well, when we, we go from this earth to heaven after that, after 120 years normally. And so anyway, that's what most people want to give up the ghost anyway. Cause they get like Moses, they get all up, they get kind of, kind of, uh, cantankerous with the, the silliness of the world of, of people being silly and acting silly. You're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP digital broadcasting. And so, uh, in the book of, um, uh, and in the, in the Pentateuch, the five books of Moses, that's the first five books of the Bible. Moses is going through this situation where he's dealing with the, with Israel well, with the, with Israel and they, they're complaining about everything. They're building false calves and, uh, false gods in the form of looking like a cow and, and worshiping those things. Cause they listen to the devil saying, yo, if you worship me, I'll get you out of this. Uh, uh-uh. get them out of what they were going into a blessed place until they started worshiping devils. And so he was, he wasn't trying to get them out of nothing. He was trying to put them in, in more hurt and more harm. 
And so anytime the enemy comes at you and says, oh, I'll make you famous. I'll make you popular if you just serve me and give you your soul. Say no. Say no. Say no. That same thing happened to me when I was about, I think about 10 or 12. And I was like, what is that? I had said something stupid to that effect. And then later on in the night, the enemy appeared in my bedroom. And I was, and it was like this bright light. It looks like a bright shining light, like a light that I got here. That's all it was, an incandescent light. And, uh, but it was in, it was in my drawer and we all know we don't have light in our drawers and the drawers where we put our clothes. I was asking for some clothes. I was like, Oh God, I really want some clothes. And I said something stupid like, Oh yeah, I sell my soul for clothes. I said that dumb thing. Don't ever say that. Cause that dummy, the devil will come and honor that. And so I said that dumb thing and lo and behold, in the middle of the night, that door, that drawer opened up and, and this light was there and I was in my bunk bed on the top. I was on the top uh, bunk bed and, uh, I saw this light. Now I think, I, I think I even heard something call my name and I turned over and I looked and I saw this light. And I was like, what is that? And I heard God say, don't go. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Turn over and go to sleep. Now at that age, I wasn't even saved, but I knew the voice of the Lord. The Lord said, stop, do not touch that. Do not go there. Now, kid you not the moment that, um, I even said the dumb thing. I heard a voice. This one wasn't God, but it was a voice of wisdom said, don't say that. Don't do that. Oh, but I did it anyway. Cause I was a kid and I, I really wanted something. I really wanted something. And I didn't really know how to get it. And so, but I thank God that God said, turn around, turn over, go to sleep. Do not touch that thing. And so I obeyed God. I turned over, went to sleep, never thought about it again. Never thought about it again. Uh, I put it in the back of a book and I offered salvation later on. And so, cause I had wanted to be saved since I was four years old. And so God, when you want to be saved, but you can't get saved at that moment, God will honor the desire of your heart and make sure you get saved and don't go to hell. And so, um, here in the, in the book of Psalms, verse 16, Jesus is paying the price and he's honoring the wishes of his father, which is to save man. And he's honoring the wishes of me, which was to come, which wanted salvation. Cause when you, when you're, when you're, when your body, when you leave your body permanently, when you, when, I will just say when you die. When you die, when your body, when you give, it's, it's, it's called giving up the ghost. When you give up the ghost and you go to heaven, you return to the father and you return for judgment, that's sin or for righteousness, that's salvation. And so, um, and so, um, and this is not to be scary because I mean, no matter what age you are, uh, oh, I need a towel. No matter what age you are, sometimes talking about, uh, heaven and hell can be a little bit scary, but remember God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, right? And so since God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, you can talk about this and get information about this and understand it without being scared. And so um, in Psalm 16, this is Jesus honoring the wishes of his father, which is to save the souls of man. Because in Genesis, man gave their soul away for a morsel of food, which is the same thing that Esau did in the book of Genesis. And I think it's in the 30th or 40, 40 something chapter. Esau, the brother of uh, Jacob, who became the father of Israel, um, his brother Esau gave up his birthright 
for more, for a bowl of beans. Just the way Adam and Eve gave up their authority, their birthright for an apple because they thought they they believed that they would get more wisdom if they went and did what God told them not to do. You ever tried to, you ever did something, maybe your boss or your, let's say your spouse, we'll go, we'll say your spouse. Let's say your spouse say, yo, babe, um, don't leave without me. I'm going to just go around the corner real quick. Uh, I got to go get something to my, give, give some money, uh, to my mom and them or whatnot. Uh, don't leave without me. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Now, the reason why he said don't leave without me, because there's something that he heard about and he want to delay y'all leaving because it's something God, God told him, don't leave yet. Go get this money to your mama. I want you, I don't want you to leave yet. I don't want you to take your wife. I want her to stay in the house because, um, there's something that's about to happen and I don't want y'all to run in the middle of that. So let her stay there. You go get this to your mama and then come back. And by the time you come back, everything will be good. And so he tells us that, babe, don't leave yet. Um, I'll be right back. And so he should, he should be able to say, babe, don't leave yet. I'll be right back. Don't leave without me. I'll be right back. Don't even go to the car. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And so they should have that kind of, uh, understanding with one another that if one of them say, Hey, wait for me, don't leave. I'll be right back. And so some, it takes discernment to say, okay, well, wait a minute. He don't normally say that. Or, you know, she, let me just wait on him. Cause he don't normally say that. So he must be saying that for a reason. So let me just wait. All right. So the same thing with, uh, with, uh, with God, um, when Jesus said he was saying, he was, uh, saying this prayer, Psalm 16, and he was praying, he was worshiping the father. He said, your father, I know you got me. I know you ain't going to leave me down here because you and I have an agreement and we have that understanding. We have the understanding that what you said is true in your word. You will not back off of your word, but in hell, the enemy says, I'll see you down here. You down here. He forgot about you. He forgot about you. And so he was trying the enemy while Jesus was in hell. The enemy was trying to turn Jesus mind from from what, um, from the truth. And so while Jesus had trouble fighting, uh, and he was going through the same things that we would go through, he was experiencing doubt and doubt and all this stuff. stuff. And so while he was experiencing doubt, the only thing he could do was confess the truth. So sometimes in the midst of all these things that are going on around you, people will tell you things like, uh, Jesus ain't real. Jesus dead. Oh, blankly blank Jesus. Or they'll tell you stuff like, oh, your mom and daddy, they ain't nothing. They this, this, and that. They, oh, your husband, he this, he a trip, he a trick, he this, he this, he that. And you got to say, hold on, hold on. No, that ain't true. And so you begin to start saying what you what you know your spouse to be. No, my spouse is lovely and great and upright and just. No, my spouse is a great provider. My wife, she rises up early in the morning to get nourishment for the household. My wife is beautiful, kind, and just and wonderful. My husband is a great provider. My husband is a great blessing to me. My spouse is wonderful to my children. My spouse is loving and kind to all his neighbors. My spouse loves the Lord that God with all his heart, mind, soul, and strength. My spouse, and so you start saying who he is or who she is, right? And the same thing with your siblings. Somebody say something about your siblings. You say, oh, hold on. No, my brother, my sister is this, this, and this. Not what you say. Because sometimes people come around you and they want to get permission to tear down what you love. And so you can't give him permission to tear down what you love. And so when Jesus was saying Psalm 16, 
He wasn't, he was preventing the devil from tearing down what is true. Even though he was struggling with the truth, because remember in hell, see in hell, you don't remember the name of Jesus. You don't remember you, 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 you can't even say the Lord. I am you. You can't say it. It gets blocked from you. And so Jesus had to, he had to memorize this because one, it doesn't say Jesus. It doesn't even say I am. It says Lord. And so he's repeating. He's repeating is what he's doing. He's repeating. He's re- he's memorized. He memorized a script and he's repeating this script, even though the revelation of it is not even there for him because he's getting, he's been tormented. He's been beat up on. He's been beat down. Remember he was beat down before he even got into the grave. How do we, how do we know before he went to hell? Because he's like, Oh, father, father, if it be that will take this cup from me. That's what he was praying. He was being beat down. He wanted, he wanted to help so bad, but he was so frustrated, frustrated with the situation. The same thing that we get frustrated with situations. Jesus was frustrated and God had to send the angels to him to minister to him. God had to send the angels to him to minister to him. The word of God came off of his lips because it was still in his heart. Even though he, he kept, he kept saying this scriptures. He kept saying Psalm 16. I just got it. So what I want you to do is memorize some scriptures, memorize some scriptures. And when you get in a situation, that's, what's going to come out. Memorize some. I got 10 weeks worth of scriptures on the website. You can memorize Psalm 16. You can memorize Psalms 91. Memorize Psalms 91. Memorize Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 19. Because when you get in a situation that is difficult and tough, the word of God is what should come out. Not, I'm going to kill you, blankety blank. I'm going to kick your butt. No, uh-uh. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Somebody bullying you? For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's the part of the armor of God. All right. So, uh, go with me to, now we, when I said all that, we're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP digital broadcasting. And so, um, in particular, see here, Psalm, I want you to go with me to Ephesians chapters, uh, one, Ephesians chapter one. It says, uh, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God, our father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Okay. And then at verse four says, according as he have chosen in as he as he according as he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love that tells us right there that before god even made the earth before god even formed man from the dust of the ground he had already accounted us for salvation he already said hey you are a part of me I'm going to make my, you going to receive me and love me. And I'm going to make my home in you and you and me. I'm going to save you. You going to, you going to be a part of my family. He had already, he already claimed you. 
He already claimed you. you already, he already claimed you. So next time you hear somebody say something like, don't nobody love you, you can always say, hold on. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. So some of y'all may be orphans and you don't, you don't have any family that you can see. But the fact that you exist says you have a mama and a daddy. And if that mom and daddy, that mom and daddy had a mom and daddy. So that means that you have two sets of grandparents and you, and if they had brothers and sisters, that means you got aunties and uncles and you got cousins and you may even have brothers and sisters. So you are not alone. So stop thinking just cause you're an orphan that you're alone. You ain't alone. You ain't alone, not at all. Not at all. You ain't alone. You exist. You came from somebody, all right? You came from somebody. Glory to God. Um. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. Hallelujah. Ooh. All right. Um. Here, here, go with me. Uh, mm. oh my goodness, all of this is just so good. But uh, there's a couple of things I want to see. It said, uh, verse 13 it says, oh, verse 12 it says, that we, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. And whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the, uh, of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. And so you want to continue, you want to, and then verse 16 says, cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers. And so you guys, you always, you, you, those that are saying, you always got somebody praying for you. Your pastor's praying for you. The church is praying for you. The body of Christ is praying for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so we want to remember that we are not alone. We are not alone. Okay. Um, let's see here. Whew. Okay. Verse, I want to go to that. The verse I'm in verse, I'm in chapter three, verse six. It says that the Gentiles should be fellow, uh, fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, where whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of grace, of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power unto me, whom am less than the least of all saints in this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of God and make all men uh, see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning, um, of the world have been hid in God who created all things by Christ Jesus. Okay. To the intent that, uh, that now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. And so what that's saying is you got power too. 
You got power. I know the enemy and, and, and the enemy that come at you and tell you you ain't got no power and that you ought to fear him. And you'll also hear uh, people that say, oh, the church doesn't pray. The church doesn't know, doesn't know spiritual things. And sometimes the church will say, well, hey, that's kind of weird. You shouldn't be doing that. That's not godly. Remember, Jesus could translate. Jesus could move from place to place. Jesus could walk on air and walk on water. So if Jesus could do it, then the church can do it. So don't think that all oh, that's that's satanic. It depends on what God they're praying to. If they ain't praying to Jesus, then it's satanic. But you have the you have the ability to walk on air. So don't fear when you when you see something, don't fear it. Always go to Jesus. Always rely on Jesus. Rely on Jesus. Rely on the Holy Spirit. Ask God what it is. Ask God what it is. And so um, I was reading that to say, um, <laughs> I, f- I forgot my train of thought, but, um, oh, um, <clears throat> we are, <clears throat> we, <clears throat> pardon me. <clears throat> oh, pardon me. I don't want you to fear anything that you see. <clears throat> I don't want you to, <clears throat> I don't want you to fear anything that you see, no matter what it is. Um, I saw something the other day, not was about probably about a year or so ago. Um, I saw these three, three men walk out of the sky. I kid you not. I, I was not, I'm, I'm not joking. I ain't crazy. I'm a sound somebody. I saw these three beings that look like men basically walk straight out of the sky and you would have thought that they were just like they came around a corner or something. But they came down in the midst between the tree and the fence. And they came, they wasn't on grass. They was on the air. They were walking on the air. And they saw that I saw them. And one of them said, we ought to kill her because of what she saw. And the other one said, no, don't worry about it. Ain't nobody else around. Ain't nobody going to believe her. True. Don't nobody believe that. But I was in Chicago a little while back and uh, this girl was practicing walking on air and she was practicing lifting people. I get you not. She was practicing lifting people. Now, why would she want to lift people? I don't know, but I can tell you this. No Christian should ever be afraid of any power. Don't be afraid because your power is in Christ Jesus. Remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so you don't have to sell your soul to have power. Your soul has been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus says Psalm 16 in hell so that he could finish the work of the father, which is to save our souls. That's why he did it to save our souls. So that we will be endued with all the power that Jesus has. And Jesus has all the power that the father has. So don't be surprised or be, don't be uh, enticed by, if you see somebody walking on air, if you see somebody doing some kind of trick that looks weird or strange or like, ooh, don't go, ooh, ah, uh-uh. Jesus, is that you? Is that a part of the kingdom? Is that you? Is that person a part of you? Because if they're not a part of Jesus, then they're part of Satan. And you don't want to participate in that. And so you can walk away from that. You can walk away from it. And so don't be, don't be shocked and surprised by anything you see. Nothing. Anything you'll see in this earth is already in the Bible. Anything you'll see in this earth is already in the Bible. If you see something, go look it up in the Bible. It's in there. It's in there. All right. So don't be shocked by nothing. All right.
you have power, but your power is meant to love and to be a blessing. So you have power to make things and call things forth, but it's for the purpose of being a blessing and not a detriment. That means not a hurt. All right. All right. So, um, it's about that time. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, uh, now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord and say yes to God. Now is the time uh, to know, to, to receive forgiveness of all your sins. This is an offering of salvation. Um, for anyone who wants deliverance from sin in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the price for all our sins. And, uh, so that we would not have to, uh, uh, so that we would not have to giving us forgiveness and a way back to the father. And John three sixteen and 17, it says, for God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to repeat this prayer after me, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. There you go. Hold on a second. I apologize. I lost my, my place. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead and that I am say and that I receive and that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100% make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor and from this day forward I will live for you Jehovah God in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Congratulations. Woohoo! All right, so what do you do now, now that you've been saved? You take authority over your life. You speak to any sickness in your body and command that area of your body to be healed. Now, this is whether you just said that prayer or whether you've said the prayer before, whether you're already saved. And there's some part of your body that wants to be, that you want to be healed. Now, if you already pray for your healing, don't, don't keep praying a new prayer for healing. What you do is say, Lord God, I thank you for my healing. I'm healed. And so you want to, that's called supplicating. So you don't want to put up a new prayer for the same thing. You want to put up a supplication and say, Lord God, I believe you that I'm healed. I am healed. I receive my healing. I'm healed. Amen. 
because uh, sometimes it may take a couple of days and sometimes it'll happen right away. Bam, like that, just like, bam, heal. All right. And so you say to your body, you say, you speak to that sickness, you say sickness and whatever the name is, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And I receive a healing to my body. And you hold your hands up. I receive a healing to my body right now. I receive healing to my whole body. Um, and you can, or you can just say to that particular body part. Amen. For you folks that are dealing with issues of money, uh, you can say the same thing about your wallet. Amen. Glory to God. And I want you to take the 10 week foundations course. Amen. It's under the salvation tab on LUTGradio.com. Uh, get yourself a Bible. Um, it's free. Uh, you can get one for free. Really? Uh, just let me know you need a Bible and we'll, we'll get you set, get you set up. Uh, but you can just go online. You can get a uh, uversion.com. Uh, let me see here. Uh, or Bible gateway. Let's see here. Uh, we, and then uh, I want you to pray and ask God for a church to go to. I got a church directory here, a few names here. Go ahead and check that out. All right. All right. Amen. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. I'm glad you was able to, um, I'm glad the Lord is, uh, constantly blessing you. Um, and I want you to uh, remember to keep your peace always because your peace is in the Lord. Amen. So we're going to close out with Lord God. I just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for uh, every listener. Thank you, Lord God, for, for allowing me to be a blessing, uh, in the lives of uh, all those that are listening and all those that are listening on repeat and being a blessing to the body of Christ. I pray, Lord God, that I always uh, uphold your name and uh, do you honor and uh, uh, with all my words and my heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to the, those that are listening, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Go with God. You are having a great day today. Say it. I, I shall have a, I, I am going to have a great day today. Amen. My name is Kathy Brox and this is the LUTG Radio Show. I'll see you later. God bless you. Check out LUTGradio.com. Check out the shop. Don't forget, Jesus loves you. Glory to God. Amen, amen.